Hi, welcome Ramanand to this uh, episode of Smart Levers. Hi, Harish. Nice to be here again. Yeah. So today's uh, episode, the topic that we want to talk about is uh, seems to be heavy, uh, you know, but but can be explained uh, in in a very lucid way as well as I'm expecting you to do that. So, what is confirmation bias all about? Yeah, Harish. Uh, so. Uh, you know, not not only am I going to explain it in a lucid way, but you are going to be extremely thrilled with my explanation. Okay? I know, I'm perfectly sure about this. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so, confirmation bias, uh, you know, it's a simple concept, and we are completely drowned by it. The idea is that all of us have a systematic tendency towards collecting and recalling information. That supports beliefs that we already have. So if you think of me as someone who can come and clarify a concept, bring in new ideas to you, then that is what you will get because you will forget all the other occasions where I've been extremely dull, boring, or you know, not managed to wow you with all the knowledge that I have. So what happens over time is that maybe that first impression snowballs and slowly uh, you do a fantastic job of filtering out everything that does not change your beliefs. So, uh, you know, it's a bias because people have found that this is a systematic tendency in our mind. It's not noise. It's not randomness. This happens very often. And since we live in a world, uh, you know, where information is all around us, everybody is uh, aware of uh, political angles to so many, uh, you know, aspects in the world, we are all aware of the role that confirmation bias plays in our everyday life. So whenever you encounter a piece of information, it's more likely that you're attracting information that confirms what you already believe. Yeah, I think we're still resonating with the concept of magnetism here. Uh, <laughs> From as, our as previous episode. In, in the previous episode. And uh, now that you've, I wouldn't say lucidly yet, now that you've explained what confirmation bias is all about, I'm going to ask you some questions over the next few minutes to make sure that you know, you've done a good job today as well. <laughs> so Raman, tell me how and where do we use the idea of confirmation bias in our work and choose to think? Right. So um, now once you have been exposed to this idea, you realize that all the channels that you get information from needs to be vetted uh, against whether it is just purely confirmation bias or whether uh, it truly brings in new information to you and you have not, you know, you've added it for that reason. So what do I mean by this? Let's say that uh, I believe that no, uh, no, just using our previous episode as an example, uh, I have not heard of nudges. So I, my belief is that uh, my teammates always respond only to very, very clear external incentives of say money, rewards, penalties, punishments, and so on. And this is a strong belief that I have. So if some someone like choose to think comes along and starts talking about nudges, uh, then you probably filter it out. You probably don't even want to listen to someone like me because I'm talking about something that contradicts a belief that you deeply uh, hold with you. So uh, now when we, so there are multiple levels at which we need to be aware of confirmation bias in the work that we do at Choose to Think. So when we meet someone new, we need to understand what is what are their biases. And I'm using it in a very neutral sense. Everybody has biases. Everybody has systematic preferences or shifts on to one side or another when it comes to any aspect of the world. 
so by engaging in conversation with them we get to know what kind of person that person is and then we can address our uh, you know our the way we want to work with them uh, keeping that in particular in in mind similarly when we offer uh, you know we are roped in to do programs for companies the sponsor may be someone who has confirmation bias in our favor he may like what we do he may have looked at our episodes our smart casts our content interacted with us and have this uh, very rosy picture of about us but his team may not share that so uh, we, we need to be very aware of it we need to create that uh, environment in which they can they don't have to share their confirmation bias but at least we can give them uh, the right information uh, properly uh, now a uh, lot of the work that we do involves bringing in fresh new information into people's minds and so our reading compound is designed to bring a lot of variety and sometimes that variety is designed to sort of uh, i wouldn't say offend but at least uh, bring a counter view to what may be very conventionally uh, conventionally held notions so the curation that we do uh, sometimes is designed to sort of uh, knock against your confirmation bias so anywhere where you are doing curation of information anywhere we are where you are doing decision making based on information all those places we are very aware of the role of confirmation bias right and and do you think confirmation bias also plays a big role in say how uh, an organizational organization's culture is designed and you know how it is orchestrated quite uh, so uh, you know culture is affected by what people say what people do and uh, you know uh, we spoke about the fundamental attribution error earlier uh, when i see you behaving in a particular way which uh, fits with my culture then it conforms the culture right and so therefore we we as someone who's orchestrating culture in an organization may need to identify that spot that and give it a lot of air time uh, in the cultural channels that we have but sometimes you may have people behaving in a very different way let's say there is a leader who espouses a certain value but then you see their behavior being against it uh, what may happen is that the old timers may overlook it they may say yeah you know there is a gap between our culture and what we actually practice and occasionally there are deviations but for someone who is new to an organization may not suffer from that confirmation uh, bias process for that person this may be a very striking contradiction and so identifying that managing that is actually quite important before that person becomes very cynical so that's why your induction programs all of that needs to understand when to you know send you those uh those those indicators or signals that can help build that confirmation bias so in some sense it's, it's almost like you're using confirmation bias as an ally uh, in that process so uh it's it's you know you should look at it as a neutral term something that we all uh, experience it doesn't have to be necessarily a bad thing right. so uh if you're aware of this now then you can start orchestra adding it to your list of musicians <laughs> right and and why do you consider it to be such an important part of the uplevelers toolkit so you know uh, whatever we are telling people through these uh, these uh, series of uh, uh, smart levers is that uh, you are going to take in a lot of information you need to stretch your minds to adopt new practices now what happens if you are prone to confirmation bias you tend not to want to engage with something new something that contradicts what you uh, already know so for example you have a belief that multitasking is possible someone else comes along and says no hang on 
uh, you know our brain is not built for multitasking and you may disagree because your stake i mean in some sense uh, your reputation on being a great multitasker right then third person may come all come along and say that both of you are wrong because multitasking is possible for certain combinations of tasks and uh, not possible in certain so uh, as someone who is an up leveler you are going to keep uh, getting a lot of information uh, you are going to build a lot of perspective and if you down the shutters to early and you use confirmation bias to create those narrow fields of vision then i'm, I'm afraid you are not going to be an up leveler so uh, understanding the role of confirmation bias will help you deal with information with the equanimity that it deserves right yeah i think the equanimity part is extremely uh, important so if you want to just call out any specific roles uh, that uh, you know require people to be really really aware of confirmation bias or is this something which is should be you know known to everyone so uh, i would say that everyone who is a decision maker should be aware of, of confirmation bias and also actively take steps to reduce its effect so we are all decision makers but in a corporate environment there are some decision makers whose decisions are valued more they are paid a premium for making good decisions and so they in particular need to be aware of confirmation bias and create that environment where its effect or its deleterious effects are uh, reduced so if you are running a meeting you need to be aware of confirmation bias if you are leading an innovation group uh, you need to uh, make better judgments of what kind of ideas should go forward so anyone in decision making roles should definitely be aware of confirmation bias and take the right kind of steps some of them we will discuss in future episodes of the smart lever series uh, to ensure that this is not one of those invisible villains in the room that is going to hurt your chances of making that premium decision right yeah i i think uh, at least for me the last 10 minutes have been good enough to confirm the fact that you know you you have explained this very well and uh, i hope it's uh, you know clear for all our listeners uh, and and members of the audience uh, as well and we will continue to do this so yes on that part confirmation bias is a good thing <laughs> thank you thank you